Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. We heard two explosions. This was about 5.45 Eastern time this evening. In the last 10 minutes since we've been on air, we heard the sound of yet another explosion. We're hearing the sound of helicopters up in the air. So this is a rapidly developing and dangerous situation here in Iraq. And the question everyone will now be asking is, how does the United States respond? Yeah, that's the big question. So two bases have been hit. This is big. Iran has fired from their country in Iraq. It's been, what, 1988? So we're looking 30 plus years since the Iran-Iraq war, since this has happened. They have fired, uh, depending on you know what report you're looking at, uh, tens of tens of uh, missiles that apparently uh, aren't very good missiles as far as accuracy. The kinds of weapons that they might have used here, these would have been intermediate range or medium range surface to surface ballistic missiles. They're not very accurate. Yeah. So... Some casualties, how many, don't know. What are the nationalities of them? Again, don't know. But the question is, now what? Right? Now what? Is it going to be, because Trump has expected this. Apparently that's what he's told people inside of the uh, the White House and, and throughout the administration and, and other people outside of it, uh, that he expects something. And they said it today, by the way. Right. They said today we're going to do something. Did they know it was going to be today? No, they had to have a response. Is this going to be a big enough response? It is going to be one of these things where this is going to be a barrage, a barrage for days and days and days. No, I don't think it is. I think cooler heads will prevail and there's a chance that Trump will address the nation tonight uh, and, and see what happens. But the one thing that is interesting here is he's now doesn't have a chance to quote unquote go it alone there is no going it alone for trump right you've got the security powers that be inside there being debrief debrief looking talking this isn't i'm going to do it myself i look the soleimani thing was interesting and 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 i was on with uh, with gatos earlier and we were talking about it uh, uh a great interview and later on uh we'll try to get back on uh, a guy named dan gabriel's uh former cia counterintelligence uh and ter- a terrorist guy who focused strictly in this part of the world has a great movie out called mosul he said look in some things when you plan for somebody like you're going after say osama bin laden which you don't know but you're gathering information you understand that this is something that while you're trying to gather all the information you're putting together a long-term plan to get something. Somebody like Soleimani, this was, you got minutes, maybe an hour. You know where he is. You're not getting this chance tomorrow. In this tribal world that we live in politically, I mean, think about it today. While this is all going on, you got Mitch McConnell today saying we've got enough votes to start moving this thing forward in the Senate. Uh, And that's not votes to, you know, uh, get rid of him, if you will, or keep him. Uh, that's votes to these are going to be the rules and we're going to move on. So let's just get it. No, this is one of those things where we are in a situation where the president is being impeached. We're coming up to an election less than a year away. Do you guys realize it? We're looking at ten and a half months or so. This is a crazy, busy, 
insane time and it's not the normal situation. We're responding to something or we did something. This is something much different. So he's not going to go it alone. There isn't that, hey, bring everybody together. Let's talk for two or three hours. Let's show everybody what we got. Let's talk about our counterintelligence. Let's talk about the intelligence apparatus that's been out. Let's do, let's break this down. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then, you know, maybe tomorrow, the next day, if he's still there, we'll have a chance. No. Now we see what's coming. The opportunity to sit down and actually have everybody in the room that will have some idea of what really went down as far as Soleimani and people that will push back on Trump if need be. And you want that. But you also want to understand, too, we don't know the full thing with General Soleimani. We don't know. They were supposed the gang of eight, as they say, got a bit of it today. Tomorrow, the entire debriefing was going to happen. But in this day and age of our tribalism, right, if you're a Democrat or a Republican, you've got to face your base. If you're a Republican and you look down and you say to yourself, dude, you guys are shoveling it here. There was no way, shape, or form. Look, we can all admit this is a bad dude. We should got rid of this guy a long time ago, but there's a reason Obama and Bush didn't go after this guy when they had the chance. So, and this right here, no, you shouldn't have done it. And at the same time, you're not going to tell your base that. You juxtapose that position if you're a Democrat and you look down and you say, whoa, sweet mamma jamma. This guy was planning to do a lot of bad things and kill a lot of people, including Americans, and you did the right thing. You're not going to go tell because on top of whether or not it's right or wrong, you're not going to give somebody the win. So uh, we're going to talk to Congressman Swikert. He's going to call in in a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk to him about that. And again, supposedly tonight, and I think Trump has to address the nation in some way, shape, or form. But right now, uh, more than a dozen ballistic missiles, kind of medium range, not very accurate missiles, have been fired on two bases, uh, U.S. military and coalition forces, and it's, the, it, it's in certain areas. We've got some casualties, but it's a very fluid situation. So a lot of stuff to get to tonight. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. You can tweet at me. You can text the program as well. Uh, supposedly Congressman Swikert, if he's not too busy, may call us, talk a little bit about what's going on. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 923 FM. 923FM. The Chad Benson Show, where the sensible center hangs out. Hey, you. That doesn't mean you can put your feet up on the table. You're despicable. This is Chad Benson. Yeah, and fluid information. According to a few outlets, no U.S. casualties, even though there are some casualties, uh, in the attacks tonight on the air bases in Iraq, fired by Iran from Iran, which is huge. Joining us now is Congressman David Schweikert. And uh, David, this is, uh, I mean, this is big in the sense, I mean, think about it. 1988 was the last time anything left Iran as far as uh, a missile and landed yeah. in Iraq. So this is a big, uh, big situation here. Well, look, um, the, this is a big change to their pattern. They typically use proxies, um, you know, to carry out their deeds. And, and they have quite a sophisticated proxy network. Um, you know, I'm here in D.C., and, and we only know pretty much what you know. We're, we're scheduled for a big briefing tomorrow with lots of the details. 
Um, but, you know, we're actually like we have staff right now on the phone trying to find out where their Patriot um, batteries in any of these facilities. Um, these were Iraqi bases, is my understanding. So it's more likely that um, they may have just killed Iraqis and not hit the enclaves where the Americans were. Yeah, yeah. And you talked about the proxy, but here's something. You you guys are going to get briefed about this tomorrow, the whole thing with, with, with Suleimani. And I had uh, Dan Gabriel on earlier, who is a former CIA counterterrorism officer, and he's got a great movie out called Mosul about the rise of ISIS and stuff. And he says, you know, in a situation like somebody like uh, General Suleimani and in a target like that, you have minutes, maybe hours to make that decision if you're going to do something. Uh, at that point in time, as opposed to, you know, the likes of, you know, Osama bin Laden and al-Baghdadi, where you're, you're you're tracking him. It's more of a situation where it's a long game. This is a short game. You go into this tomorrow because I'm worried that, you know, even if there is stuff there that was super solid as far as, yes, we should have done this. And nobody I've yet to find anybody goes, oh, OK, yeah, no, we should never have done this. No, this guy was a bad human being by all accounts. But the reality is, is because we're so tribal now, David, will anybody even speak up against oh, their base? Actually, I was having this conversation this afternoon um, on the floor of the House with a friend of mine who's a Democrat. And he and I were sort of bantering where no one could hear us, saying if Donald Trump hadn't taken the opportunity and it was disclosed publicly that we missed the we didn't take the opportunity they would be beating the crap out of him for not doing it. So it's, it, it, it is, tribal is a brilliant way to phrase it. Um, and you and I talk about this a lot, is uh, particularly on foreign policy, there should be some coming together, some embracing of here's our security interest, here's what's good for the world. And instead, it's all about the next general election and the hatred of the person in the White House. Uh, talking to Congressman Schweikert, who's there tonight? Who from the Democratic side is probably in these briefings and talking to uh, with the president and the staff well, around there? Well, right now, what would be happening is um, leadership and particularly the leadership also on the like um, the, the, the committees, you know, whether it be foreign affairs or the committees that have. Um, you know, the military issues, even down to the subcommittees, they're probably all getting basic information right now. Um, my understanding is they're trying to gather information as fast as they can. We obviously have lots of everything from satellite data to the others. Now it all has to be digested of uh, yeah. what really happened. And then what's the what, what's the appropriate response? Yeah. In some ways, um, in some ways, the more, you know, it, it would be fascinating do you know do you hold off a little bit or do you react immediately um this is this is going to be an interesting moment of of chess um with a lot of moving parts but think of this you also saw there were other things going on today that i don't know if made um sort of news um uh, europe in regards to the nuclear deal um where europe and iran we're trying to keep part of that together, at least Europe was. And now Europe is moving towards threatening sanctions. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Iran was backing away from their statement that they were backing away. 
So there's a lot of other things also in play right now. Yeah, big time. Big. I mean, that's just, uh, uh, there, it, again, moving parts. This is this is what the geopolitical world's all about and how this yeah, is, this is, is everybody's threatening. But, and I understand, like, Iran had to do something to save face. This was not just a leader. He was not just another general, as some people have called. This guy was arguably the second most powerful man throughout the Middle East and the proxy wars and the things that he set up. He's got his fingerprints all over not only the death of Americans, but many people say hundreds of thousands of other people oh, hundreds well, we had um, we have one briefing paper in our office that was approaching a half million to six hundred thousand yeah um he is responsible for you know also in somewhat promoting the internal civil war that began in iraq that we ended up having to come back in and quell um but also he was a very controversial figure in iraq um in, in iran. iran itself yeah so so there's also now a constituency in iran that's very happy to have him gone. So so understand this is every time I think I'm starting to understand the geopolitics of the region. um, You'll read another paper, you'll read another briefing and realize, Oh dear heaven! It, it's it's just more complicated. Yeah, it's totally more complicated. The people that you know, the a younger generation in particular was not a fan of this guy. Uh, the older generation revered him, and you have a really weird uh, situation because of the Iran Iraq War. A million young people died during that conflict, so you have a very young population and a very old population. And mm-hmm. he was not a he, he was not a big uh, a big uh, superstar amongst the young. And just what a Two weeks ago, he quailed a bunch of unrest over there, and he was heavy-handed, to say the least. So we're going to find out how much. So let's say tomorrow you guys are going to get more of this paperwork, more of these briefings. You're going to find out. How much are we going to find out about that? Because I think a lot of America is trying to figure out, okay, was this necessary or was this not necessary? Um, I, it, there, there's almost no such thing as a secret in Washington, D.C. The only difference is the timing of when it leaks out. Um, and I've been in security briefings. Where that afternoon, um, I got more details reading um, the press than I actually got in the meeting. There's, but there's also domestic politics going on at the same time. Um, uh, there's uh, the AUMF, um, Authorization for Military Force, um, that was supposed to start to be put together and brought to the floor this coming week. And I'm one of those, I believe, you know, declaring war. Our hostilities is in the Constitution. It's Congress's responsibility. But it was about to become political, where a lot of us who have voted for, you know, making Congress actually have to take a stand. We were hearing that Speaker Pelosi, they were trying to draft one. It was going to say that and then do a big middle finger to the president and sort of screw up what should be a bipartisan motion of Congress protecting its authority. And now all of a sudden that's happening in the light of this. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of, hey, maybe this is a moment to dial back some of the partisan politics and deal with the reality of Congress's position in when there's hostilities and the ability to have a White House that through briefing everyone but can move very, very, very quickly when there's a moment of opportunity. Yeah, well, it's, it's all about politics, man. It's not whether you win or you lose. It's how you look to your base doing it. Now, I appreciate you coming on, as always, David. Uh, uh, keep us abreast of what's happening out there, and I'm glad you guys avoided that horrific storm that never really came. <laughs> oh, hey, you, you get a sprinkle of snow in D.C., and everyone panics. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, man. Be, be safe out there. And then my there. wife is texting me that it's 71 degrees in Phoenix. Oh, God, so, it was gorgeous know. today. It was gorgeous today. Be safe out there. We'll talk to you soon, brother.
Find out. Bye. Congressman David Schweiker. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. We deal this. Mueller, arrest me. Chad will trade you two perjury charges for one collusion and throw in a reduced charge of obstruction for free. Yeah, I'd do that. For just listening to The Chad Benson Show. Yeah! The message from the president, the message from the defense secretary and the secretary of state was the United States is prepared should Iran take this action. The president the other day essentially said to reporters, if it happens, it happens. There's been a, almost a, a resignation that they know Iran would retaliate in some way. Because they said it. Like, you don't. You, you've got their foreign minister coming out going, hey, do you guys know we're going to do this, right? We're coming for you guys, right? You guys understand what's going to happen? Do you guys all get that we're going to attack you? Do you guys get that? I mean, does everybody understand what's happening here? Everybody knew it was coming. Now, it's what do we do? Because you know it's happened. You know they were coming. They've made it more than plainly clear to everybody that they are coming and they want revenge so how much revenge that's the question our next move needs to be based on how long this takes place this is their foreign minister gerard zarif today talking has he made us more secure do americans feel more secure that's the price for arrogance for ignorance for lack of respect, their days in our region are numbered. Not because anybody will take any action against them, but because they are not welcome. This is state terrorism. This is an act of aggression against Iran. And it amounts to an armed attack against Iran. And we will respond. Yeah, so we'll respond. And they did. It's how much, right? Is this it? And... They feel like they've made a response. They'll go tell their people that they killed somebody or maybe didn't kill somebody or whatever. We responded and there it is. Or are there going to be more? That's the question, I think. I think what will come of this will be based on how much more there is. It's it's crazy. It is. It is crazy. But if you've got their foreign minister, it would be like, you know, Pompeo coming out after somebody saying, well, we're going to come and attack you guys. It's coming. So be prepared. And that's just it. Trump knew it was coming. Everybody knew it was coming. It was interesting talking to Swiker. So. What if, you know, I mean, are, are, are we in a situation where we're so tribal, we're so divided that even if there was actually an immediate threat to Americans, whether they're contractors or our allies or servicemen and women because of Soleimani, and that you couldn't come out and say that because you, you can't be seen as giving, hey, you did the right thing and vice versa. Is there any Republican that's going to stand up if he looks or she looks at it and says this, this was something we shouldn't have done? I, I don't know if at this point in time, if we have the opportunity, if, if people are willing to do that, because we're so afraid to give the other team a win. Reagan said it best. 
We get more done when nobody takes credit, basically. When nobody cares about who gets that credit, we'll get stuff done. So, and they, what they hit? They hit a two bases, right? Al uh, uh, Assad and uh, the other base. But uh, as Swikert was saying, it's mostly housed by Iraqis and a few other things. We do have servicemen in there, but it looks like nobody was hurt. Uh, from from the American side, and that maybe there were some casualties on the Iraqi side. Wonder how that plays out in Iraq. I was wondering about that too. Yeah, That's we the, haven't. They're now again saying you've got to get the troops out of here. That's it. Yeah, you know, case closed. Out, I, which is look, I'm fine with that. Yeah, Here's I think thing, a lot of people are. You you have to have some presence there because the reality is is it's not just do we have a presence there. There are other countries that look at us and say, do not let Iran spread their tentacles everywhere because their goal is to take over everything. Yeah. So there, it's not just, oh, we need to be there because we want oil in this den. No, the reality is, is there are other countries there that are afraid. Saudi Arabia, by the way, is Iran's biggest enemy. If you think Israel is, Saudi Arabia is absolutely their biggest enemy. And they want no part of us leaving all of that region because the fear factor is the spreading of that. And the other thing is, at what point in time, if we ignore it, we just let it fester, does it get to the point where we have to go back later on down the road because it has gotten so out of control that it's now threatening our allies and we have to react? And it's not just us, but Europe. And then that's when World War Three comes. This is oh, you said it. You yeah. said the World War Three <laughs> phrase. Don't even, not well, yet. That's some of some of that stuff. Oh. Those kids freaking out yep. about it. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Did you see? That? Well, it was the first thing. That was the first thing I saw on Friday. Well, no, it was Saturday morning, I guess. When because we had the report Friday night of the airport being attacked, and then yeah. by Saturday morning we knew that it was us, and everything was hashtagged WW3. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because there's no hyperbole there. Like everybody, it's all or nothing, right? It's all or nothing when it comes to this. He's may, nope, he's not going to attack, uh, no presidential address on Iran. Ah, tonight. interesting. Yeah, so I guess he's we'll, decided, oh, I've had enough. We'll stay tuned to Twitter instead. But stay tuned to Twitter. Yeah. Can I do it that way? I don't even know why I just live stream him off Twitter, right? Why does he I'm just surprised. Do that? Yeah, really. Just do I, a video and we can move on. And I, I really thought that he would address the country tonight, but yeah, hmm. yeah. Well, like, you know, I'm just to me, I want to see what all of this looks like when we see the final end result, if you will, of the report that's going to come out about why we did this when we did it. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh exactly. That yeah, to yeah, me yeah. is going to be really telling uh, because, you know what, I'm I, I've said, look, I'm not 100 percent sure we should have done this, but we can't be, be we, we can't be scared to act on something because we're afraid they're going to be mad at us for a guy that, as David Schweiker said it and many other people have said it, not just Americans, because nobody trusts America, that this guy was responsible for upwards. You know, Schweiker said upwards 500, 600,000 people's deaths, and he was not a good dude. He wasn't. And. Him wearing the outfit and standing behind the flag of Iran all the while going out and building up proxy armies without the flag to do do their bidding, you know, it still is what it is. I mean, it's it's an ugly situation. It ain't going anywhere time soon. I'll tell you that right now. It isn't. We need to get out of there, though. God, I would love to get out of there.
I mean, you know, have a small enough force that we can react if we had to, but bring everybody home. Right? Nobody's uh, nobody's nobody's winning here. Right? Like there there is just it's an uh, like they've been fighting over this for how long? Oh my gosh, I've lost count. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. completely. Since lost I was count. a kid. There's been turmoil. I want to think I saw something earlier today that said 41 years. Yeah. Yeah. So. So since I was a kid, though, I can remember all of the turmoil even when I was a child. Right. And then you went through the late 70s and early 80s, which was the hijacking period. Remember that? Where, like, every plane was being hijacked over there. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's like, and then, of course, the Iran-Iraq War, which was devastating to both sides. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, but think about this, people. I want you to think about this. Depending on the time of the month, the time of the year, who is our enemy at this week, we could give a little something, something. We helped Saddam fight the Iranians because we wanted him to. Because why? Because he had our hostages, because they were the Islamic Republic, because of what happened with the Shah and all of that. I mean, there was so many different things that went into it. Uh, You're talking about history a lot of people don't remember, though. So, yeah, most you people know, don't. They, they'd have to go back and go, now, what, how, what, how did we get into this? Yeah. How did this even start? Yeah, that's just it. I mean, we, we, we're in a situation where we're in a area where they don't like us. By the way, if we left tomorrow, took everything and apologized to everybody on the way out, guess what? They're, we're still the great Satan. We're still the great Satan, right? Because they always need something to fight against. Why are we the great Satan? Well, because we're friends with Israel, right? So we'll always be the great Satan in some way, shape, or form. And if it isn't us, it's somebody else. They need something to be pissed off about. And they got it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at us again. Uh, depending on who you're talking to, uh, Operation Martyr Soleimani is taking place. 10 missiles to 20 missiles. You've heard uh, there are casualties. What are those casualties? Do not know at this moment in time. Uh, what, what they are saying is it's no Americans by, at least as of now, have been hurt. So these are Iraqis uh, that have been injured. So it's a, uh, it's a fluid situation, but Trump has said he is not going to address the nation tonight when it comes to this. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. 92.3 FM. The Chad Benson Show, where the sensible center hangs out. Hey, you. That doesn't mean you can put your feet up on the table. You're despicable. This is Chad Benson. The Pentagon is now reporting that about a dozen ballistic missiles were fired against U.S. military facilities in al-Assad. That's a huge, sprawling air base in western Iraq, as well as the U.S. base in northern Iraq, near Beal. They are saying that these missiles were clearly launched from inside of Iran and were targeting U.S. military and coalition personnel. Yeah, Trump will not address tonight the American people about what's going on. Uh, I think he's going to let it sit. Uh, we'll figure out what goes from here. And that's really the the next step isn't what America does. It's still what Iran does. Right. Is Iran going to do this day in and day out? And and let me tell you something. General Soleimani wants America out of there. His greatest sacrifice might be the fact that we will be leaving because of his death. 
But the Operation Martyrdom uh, Soleimani is underway. Twelve missiles, not very accurate missiles, hit two bases. Iraqis seem to be the only ones uh, that have been uh, part of the casualty. So we'll see what happens. It is a very uh, fluid situation. We're touching a lot of stuff tonight, including Australia. My God, did you see how just insane that is in Australia? It's it's uh, heartbreaking. I'm I'm seeing most of it. You know, people posting things on Facebook and stuff like that. Twenty four people just, were arrested for setting fires. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Twenty four people. Why though? That's just it. Like, did the arsons have a convention and say, "I got a great idea. Let's all do this today." Yeah, probably. It, no, I it mean, feels like there had to be some sort of coordination. Yeah, right? it does absolutely. And then your question is, why is why are you guys setting fire? Hmm. And they're culling camels. Did you see that? They're going to kill 10,000 camels that started today and will go on for five days because, and they were talking about this before the fires, the camels need water, they like water, they drink a lot of it, and they're going into aboriginal villages and they're destroying the villages to get to the water. They're walking to people's homes, they're knocking over stuff, and they're drinking water. So they, they, they decided we have to get rid of this. So for five days, they're going to call as many as they can, up to 10,000. Now, is this... In connection to the fire issue, no, this no, is this is a completely that. separate. Because they've had issue. issues with drought and stuff, and they and this was stuff that they were, you know, that they. I thought they, maybe you were saying they were drinking all the water no, they were needed to no, fight no. the fires. No, maybe they, you know, no, no, is this was uh, before this they had, had oh, my started goodness. this. So it's uh, it's an ugly situation. It's crazy. It's super crazy. I mean, it's the size of well, right now it's about fourteen million acres, so double the size of Maryland. Well, you saw that map that yeah. they placed over the United States yeah. and how much it would cover. Unbelievable. Yeah. It, it's, it is massive, the, the size of it. Uh, the one thing that is, it, it's, it's not populated in a lot of the areas. Mm-hmm. The animals are the things are, that yes, are paying the huge yes. About three to four million, they're saying. Who Incredible. knows how many? Uh, so sad. Uh, if you see the pictures of the uh, koala bears, the, mm. they're coming up to the firemen and stuff. It's yes, just, it's that's what I was seeing on Facebook. Just so many where people were getting pictures where they're being rescued. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station.